I say what? Ho, this is Brian. Call me, call me your overlord's gardener, coming to you from the Devil's Hole, a.k.a. the subterranean studios of the new Ramblon Towers in scenic Castor, Ontario. And you are listening to Ramblon Radio, the longest-running Led Zeppelin podcast on this or any other known internets. You can subscribe to Ramblon Radio through iTunes um, and Google Play. If you're in iTunes, if you're in Google Play, uh, stop by and leave a review. Um, it helps. It just helps other people find the podcast. It helps their algorithms. Um, the more reviews you get, the more you show up in their search, basically. Um, okay, it's also available on Podbean at, Podbean at I Am Brian, damn it. Um, Podbean has their own mobile streaming app. However, uh, there seems to be a problem using the app on the iPhone currently. They're telling me I need to use MP3s instead of MP4 files um, for it to work, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me because, um, well, MP4 is a, a, an Apple format. So it doesn't make sense that suddenly the Apple format wouldn't work on the Apple product. But that's what their talent's also available. Um... It's also available on Stitcher Radio. Uh, and don't forget to check out Ramblon Radio on YouTube. And this podcast, this episode, uh, is available on YouTube. And the people on YouTube will note I'm wearing a silly hat tonight. I'm wearing the douche cap or um, uh, just a toque. Uh, no, I don't think I'm suddenly Tim Pool. Uh, heaven forbid. Um, I just, uh, after the last one, I got a looking at it and thought, you know, I got to do something about my hair. And, uh, you know, it's it, 20 years ago, I figured out there's actually nothing I can do about my hair. So this is my solution for now. Um, we'll go from there. Also, be sure to follow Ramble on Radio on Facebook. Uh, we have a Facebook page there. And, um, hey, there's even activity at it these days, sometimes. Okay, uh, so here we are. One more failed 50th anniversary celebration. One more just didn't happen thing. Uh, there was supposed to be an immigrant song uh, release. It was the, uh, let me see. Uh, it was going to be the Japanese version of the album's only single, Immigrant Song, with the non-album track, Hey, Hey, What Can I Do, on 7-inch vinyl. It's limited to 19,700 copies. That's a, a multiple of 1970, by the way. And comes in a sleeve that replicates the original Japanese artwork. It was announced in a press release published by Led Zeppelin on October 5th, 50 years after the release of Led Zeppelin 3. And this week, we got the day before it was supposed to be released... Uh, with great regret, Warner Brothers must inform Led Zeppelin fans that Immigrant Song, Hey Hey, What Can I Do, 70 single has been cancelled. We sincerely apologize for any disappointment or any convenience this may have caused. Refunds will be available at point of purchase. Um, so it was supposed to be released Friday. They announced it in October for release in January. Why not just release it on the 50th anniversary? I don't know. Um... And so, therefore, you heard Immigrant Song from Honolulu, September 6, 1970, in the intro. Um, that was about one month before the actual release of Led Zeppelin III. It was exactly one month, and, well, plus a day or minus a day. 
All right, the history. Um, no, I'm not going to say anything. Uh, in history, uh, we kind of mentioned it last time, Jimmy Page was born in the 9th, 1944, so that makes him 77 years old. Um, um, 25 years later, on 1969, on the 9th of uh, January, the um, first of four, first of four concerts at the uh, Fillmore West rather famous uh, bunch of shows um, from that first time the first time through America and uh, um, let's see. They, uh, a year later in 1970 they played the Royal Albert Hall um, on January 12, 1995 Led Zeppelin were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame January 12, 1969 just this past week more or less uh, Led Zeppelin 1 was released in the USA. Oh, there's me yawning. Look at this. I'm going to stop doing this so late. It's almost midnight after all. Um, it was not released until, uh, I think it's March. It was not released until March in the UK. Um, and it's funny, all these websites tell you US date and UK dates. Um, I assume the UK date equals Europe and the rest of the world and... and but if you were in U.S. or Canada or Mexico or something, you got it on the 9th. But I don't know we're on the 12th. But I don't know how that falls in the rest of the world. Um, January 17th, 2008, Gibson released Jimmy Page guitar line, including the Jimmy Page custom Les Paul. Um, in 1975, on the 18th, Led Zeppelin's 1975 tour begins in Minneapolis. Uh, and in 1969, on the 20th of January, Led Zeppelin rumored Wheaton, Texas show. The film Led Zeppelin played here is about this show that may or may not have happened in Wheaton, Texas. Um, there is no... Uh, officially, I guess it didn't happen. There is no proof that it happened. There's no concert billings. Um, you know, there's no posters. But... Lots of people seem to remember being there. Um, I talked about this movie a couple of times, and the last time I did, somebody emailed me and, and said, basically, really good movie. If you get a chance to watch it, really worth watching. Um, so, so watch it if you can, I guess. Um, all right, so uh, coming up, um, kind of in the news, uh, uh, we have... Um, a new book coming out by Ross Halfen. Ross Halfen's um, 20 years or so. Anyway, he's he's been Jimmy Page's best friend, um, sidekick. Um, I mean, I, I don't know how to describe the relationship. I, I don't know what the relationship is, but he seems to be around a lot with Jimmy Page. When Jimmy Page goes places, uh, Ross Halfen's off with him. So kind of sounds like a best buds kind of relationship. Bro the bro code applies um anyway but he's also a a, a a very good photographer a very successful photographer uh rock photographer going back to certainly the 80s um there is a story in the motley crew book uh the heroin diaries i think it's called <clears throat> um by it's one of the guys in Motley Crue. And there is a story which Ross Halfen has mentioned 
uh, in that book. So he goes back to you know the the 80s for certain, and uh, many 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 of the more modern era uh, you know last 20 or so years for top photographs you've seen of Jimmy Page. Um, and Led Zeppelin, but Jimmy Page specifically, or Ross Halfin has taken them. Uh, Jimmy Page's daughter is a professional photographer, and she apprenticed, um, you know, learned at the feet of Ross Halfin. So there's a very close connection between uh, Halfin and Jimmy Page, and he's releasing a book called Led Zeppelin Vinyl. Uh, it's on Real Press, um, and uh, 49 pounds. 49.95, so 50 pounds, uh, which is... I don't even know. I, I, I have no idea what the pound is at these days. Was it about a buck fifty maybe? So uh yeah, I honestly don't know. That's that's yeah. So that has an April seventeen release available for pre order now. Um and looking at the website that I looked at, Ross talks about he has collected records all his life. He's collected Led Zeppelin records all his life and he gets um, he's one of those guys who he doesn't just have a copy of Led Zeppelin 1 but he has a German copy and he has a Japanese copy and he's a Honduran copy or you know a Costa Rican copy or whatever all the different copies and the different countries there were slight differences in the releases maybe uh, maybe if you're really lucky the set list is somewhat different um, probably not with Led Zeppelin it happens with other bands I know but there'd be some differences in the covers. There might be some differences in... And there's just... There'd be slight differences. And he's been photographing all his... He has hundreds of Led Zeppelin records, apparently. Um, and he's been photographing them. He also has singles and blah, blah, blah. So see album singles and the different variations of the albums. And he's been very carefully photographing them. And he's creating a photo book showing his Led Zeppelin vinyl collection. Uh, an interesting, an interesting idea. Uh, I will certainly try to get a hold of one when the time comes and review it here. But um, yeah, currently stands fifty pounds. You can pre-order it from Real Art Press. R E E L, not R E A L. R E E L A R T Press. dot com, and uh, look for Ross Halfin, or just look up um, Ross Halfin Led Zeppelin vinyl, and I'm sure it'll come up. All right, so today I wanted to talk about it. something came up. It actually came up on uh, on on the the email site um, um, for badge holders only, and uh, a couple of months ago, and I kind of made a note of it. Uh, for those who've got it yet or haven't got it yet, the, the uh, Jimmy Page anthology I'm holding up to the camera now is uh, is really quite good. Um, somewhat different than uh, than the last Jimmy Page by Jimmy Page in that there's a lot more text. There's a lot more to be said here by Jimmy. And he gives us some real glimpses and, and I, there's, you know, you kind of roll out, open a page and start reading and go, oh, and you, this is cool. And it's got pictures and it's got text explaining, you know, kind of something around the pictures. So we go to 2007, the show at the O2 Arena. And uh, he has written, part, partly in here, the various songs they rehearsed, the rehearsal dates, and the songs they rehearsed on those given dates. And it's interesting, because there's a lot of songs that they rehearsed 
that didn't wind up in the final show. If you're on YouTube, yeah, um, I'm, I'm reading a book now, so you can't really look at me, but there you go. Um, anyway, here is... Apologies for the reading glasses, by the way. Here is <coughs> um, the actual set list. Good times, bad times. Ramble on, Black Dog. In my time of dying, for your love, for your life, for your love was a yardbird sign. Trampled underfoot, nobody's fault but mine, no quarter. Since I've been loving you, days and confused, stairway to heaven, song remains the same. Misty Mountain Hop, Cashmere, whole lot of love, and rock and roll. Now, on the uh, 22nd of October was the kind of last rehearsal as a band without Robert Plant sort of thing. Uh, I'm, I'll go backwards from this. And, and it's the same set list uh, with some movement of the songs. Uh, for instance, it goes, Good times, bad times, travel on Black Dog, Days to Confuse. Then For Your Life. Um, so they moved in my time and dying. Down in my time of dying is down after since I've been loving you. So yeah, so they moved those two songs around. No quarter stones, trumpet underfoot, nobody's walking for your life. Stairway to Heaven, immigrant song. Instead of song remains the same after Stairway to Heaven. Um Yeah, no uh, then song then Missy Mountain Hop song remains the same. Cashmere, whole lot of love and rock and roll. So same set except immigrant song. Now the guess would be um he, he does say, the production rehearsals for the old 2 shoe. we did with a number of rehearsals as a threesome, Jason, John bon, John Paul Jones, and myself, where we really started to work in Jealousy Unit. Robert did came in and did a few rehearsals. The most important one was a production rehearsal utilizing uh, lighting and the screen behind us. This was the last rehearsal before the show itself. It was the only time we went through the whole set from beginning to end. My guess is Robert came in and kiboshed... Um, uh, immigrant song, and uh, why wouldn't he? <laughs> Do you think he could sing immigrant song? You know what I mean. So, um, I just don't think he could sing it. And and he conceded the point. I think at the concert, somebody had a a sign that uh, um, uh, I think he cut a lot of the the between song stuff out. Um, or they did from Celebration Day. So if you have the official release, you probably don't hear it. But yeah, somebody had signed the Land of Ice and Snow or something like that. And he said, uh, he commented on it and said, yeah, I, I, you know, we won't be doing that tonight. Not at this age. Something along those lines. Not at this time of life. Um, so my guess is maybe he tried it, but no. Maybe he came in the door and went, no. <laughs> but... But we weren't getting immigrant song, and and my guess is the band was keen. Robert, um, Robert put the kibosh on that one, which is fine. There's a lot of songs there, and to be honest with you, there's a lot of songs that didn't make the final set list. I'd rather hear over a good song. I, to be honest, I'm just to be coldly honest, there's a, I mean, there's some stuff there. Like I would cut half the set for some of the stuff they they rehearsed and didn't put in. Um, so let, let's go through it, that, and that's what I wanted to do. <clears throat> Looks like there was a consideration of an acoustic set because both Black Country Woman and Going to California were at different times rehearsed. I think they're the only two acoustic ones. Um, but we'll go through this closely. But yeah, Black Country Woman, Carousel Ambra. Look at the camera, not at the screen. Um, Carousel Ambra. 
which would have been the only song they rehearsed actually from In Through the Outdoor through all this. And, and of course, In Through the Outdoor was the only album not represented. Well, Coda also wasn't represented at the show, but <clears throat> of the the albums they did as albums when the band was functioning, In Through the Outdoor was the only non-represented album. And they they rehearsed Carousel Ambra. And Carousel Ambra is a 12-minute song. Uh, so, would it have been a good choice? I'm going to go with no. Um, I, I mean, I said at the time, I've said a few times since, uh, I was I was a little surprised they didn't do Fool in the Rain. Um, and I think that would be the choice song from that. I mean, it's the song that ultimately was a hit. It's the one that's here in, here in Canada, anyway. It's the one that still gets played on the radio from that album sometimes. Nobody plays All My Love. Um... And and Jimmy's got his you know has expressed his distaste for all my love, so I would have thought "Fool in the Rain" was maybe a choice. It was a bit of a hit, and um, and it's got a cool groove that would work good live, right? And Robert Plant sang it with Pearl Jam the one time. It sounds great, <clears throat> so he can sing it. Matter of fact, it's not a very high song for his range, so it's probably one would have been comfortable for him. But Carousel Ambra, Carousel Ambra is the one they rehearsed. Did make it in. What is and what should never be was rehearsed. Uh, when <laughs> I love this. When the levee breaks was rehearsed, I would love to have heard when the levee breaks that night. That would been that would have been something. Um, I'm not sure what this is. There's a thing here. It says jitter. I, I, I'm not sure what song that would be. Um, and these are, by the way, 9th of June. So first rehearsal, 9th of June. These are songs they went through. You imagine you banged off Carousel Amber first time together. Holy crap! Um, yeah, some some of the date stuff on this is a little wonky, but September third they looked at Houses of the Holy, The Rover. Uh, September fourth, uh, nothing unusual. September fifth, Immigrant Song shows up. Um, September 7th, no, Celebration Day shows up September 7th. Uh, the Rain Song is listed in here at 1.2. Um, and then we get into like uh, later September 8th, um, Custard Pie. Did I mention Custard Pie already or, or was it uh, The Rover? But uh, Custard Pie, hey, my, my, that's, sorry, The Wonton Song, Immigrant Song. We're going to groove. So now we've got a Coda song <coughs> that, uh, again, was not abused. And was also, through all this, the only Coda song they rehearsed. Um, here's Mirror the Rover going to California. <coughs> uh, four Sticks, Carousel Ambra gets a, this is later in September. Carousel Amber gets a gets another look. Dance one called Dance, which I assume is Dancing Days. Uh, Rain song again. Rover over the hill, so far away. So I should be writing these down, shouldn't I? Um, so yeah, so that that's about what ten songs over the hill, so far away. Rain song going to California. Black Country Woman. Um, the Rover. Uh, when the levee breaks. Immigrant song, obviously. Um, I said, um, 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 we're gonna groove. Custard pie. There's one other from physical graffiti. Uh, 
Um, no, the rover I've said, right? Um, so that's, I think that's nine songs I've got. Celebration Day is ten. Um, and it wonton song. Wonton song was the other physical graffiti. So that's got a, that's eleven songs that they didn't play at uh, <clears throat> at the show. That so that's um and that's off Jimmy Page's anthology book. Just a solid book, really. And uh, I I'm gonna I'm gonna be using it for the next while. Pick through some stuff. Uh, I'll try to be better prepared next time so I don't have the book in front of my face. Sorry, YouTube people. Um, those of you listening, don't worry about it. Um, but it does have some cool pictures. It does have some great pictures, you know. Um, it's not. I actually, in case you're wondering, I actually have a list for my next, for the podcast. Um, so I'm, we're going to be doing it uh, every other week. Every other Sunday, and my goal is every Sunday night I come down here, and on the Sundays in between recording, I start kind of preparing the next week's podcast, put together what my intro song is going to be, start basically start the the recording, you know, getting the intro song in, um, writing my notes uh, as much as possible, so that if something comes up through the week, I can sit and do, 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 type it in. But all the notes are there otherwise. Um, that's the plan going forward. And uh, uh, you, as you're going to find out tonight, um, I'm a little yawny and tired anyway. So it's going to be a shorter one. It's going to be run about half an hour tonight. Uh, if that. Jeez, we're at 23 minutes and I'm feeling pretty done. Um, yeah, because there's not a lot that's going to be happening. These are probably going to be tighter most nights than than they have been in the past. Um, there's, uh, yeah, there's just not a lot, you know, um, and some, some weeks, of course, there'll be a ton to say, there was something else in the, uh, and yeah, there was something else in the book I was going to mention, but I, I can't find what it was I was thinking of, it was something about the, on this day, I think it was a specific mention that, uh, he started personally writing the on this day, so it's, we always wondered around here, who writes these, has he got somebody doing them, or is he doing them, blah, blah, blah. And according to the book, he writes them absolutely himself. That's Jimmy Page. <clears throat> so there's that. Um, all right. And so from the there's the from the collection, all the collectibles, the records, the books, the magazines that I got, all that sort of stuff. We're doing a, we've been doing a ten or eleven of these so far. Only when we uh, record to YouTube, which I'm trying to do every time now. Uh, I think I figured out a system. I think. But anyway, this time it is. I got this for Christmas a bunch of years ago, actually in 2007. Uh, let me bring up the thing. And it is it is Mr. Jimmy Page action figure. Ooh. And he sits on my desk. Um, and he sits, actually sits on the shelf over my desk. And he actually came with... You can see he came with the double neck guitar that's detachable. Although it's a little bit of work to get it off. So there you go. The double neck comes off. Old Jimmy in the dragon pants. The double neck guitar comes off. Nice. And 
Oh, he's falling. Oh, no. Oh, Jimmy down. There's a Jimmy down. Guitar's down. <clears throat> and it also comes with your own little Marshall stock with the uh, Jimmy Page insignia on it. I want to say Zoso, but it's, it's apparently he's often commented it's not. It's just an insignia of some sort. So there you go. That's my Jimmy Page action figure uh, on the from the collection. And there you go. That's tonight's episode. Quick, tight, to the point. Um, wouldn't it be great if I could find my notes again, though? Um, that is it. That's Ramble on Radio, episode 154. Sure to check out rambleonradio.com and follow Ramble on Radio on Facebook. You can subscribe to Ramble on Radio through iTunes and Google Play and leave a review, um, positive reviews especially, but, um, you know, one of the funny things in the modern world is, is you know, it's five stars and there's two kinds of reviews. There's five-star reviews and there's really bad reviews. And, and, and if you leave a three-star review, to my mind, you're saying, yeah, it's okay. But to the algorithm's mind, you think it sucked. Um, or even a four-star review is just not good enough. Um, drives me crazy. I don't like giving five-star reviews unless people actually did something outstanding. Um, I buy your product. You put it in the package and send it to me. Is not outstanding. Do you know what I mean? It's that's that's you know that's pretty much as expected. So that's a three four star review. You know, you five stars when something goes wrong and you jump through hoops to make it right. Um, or when you call me and say, "Hey, listen, you know, I know you bought that. I got a better deal for you." Or you know, some people like this with that, and I got a thing I could do for you. That's five-star review. Anyway, anyway, me being, <clears throat> going off on a tangent there. But yes, if you can leave a review, uh, please do. You can listen on Stitcher Radio. You can download it from I am Brian Dammit on Podbean and check out Ramble on Radio on YouTube. Thank you for listening to Ramble on Radio. And uh, I will see you in two weeks.